Liberal MP said he was thankful that his government marginalized millions of unvaccinated Canadians because they were, quote, far right. In a committee appearance, top RCMP officials confirmed that they were investigating the ArriveCan application. Canadian taxpayers are dishing out $14 billion for over 110,000 high-earning federal workers. Hello Canada, it's Thursday, February 29th. And this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Noah Jarvis. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Liberal MP Kevin Lamaru praised his government for marginalizing millions of unvaccinated Canadians at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic because they were far right. While speaking on an opposition motion in the House of Commons regarding the failed ArriveCan application, on Tuesday, Lamaru, who is also the parliamentary secretary to the government House leader, said, Thank goodness that unvaccinated Canadians were prevented from accessing basic services and leaving the country. Lamaru made the statement in response to a question by Conservative MP Colin Carey. Lamaru's comments echoed Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who stated in a 2021 interview that unvaccinated Canadians were extremists and other derogatory terms. They are extremists who don't believe in science, they're often misogynists, also often racist. It's a small group that muscles in and we have to make a choice in terms of leaders, in terms of the country. Do we tolerate these people? Asked Trudeau. At the height of the pandemic, over 6 million Canadians were unvaccinated. In Canada, stringent regulations were enforced regarding federally regulated train and plane travel, mandating proof of vaccination for all passengers, effectively restricting the unvaccinated from leaving the country or traveling within it. So we're a few years out from the pandemic. You know, it's mostly behind us. But it seems like the liberals, they're still clinging on to their vehement dislike of anybody who made a personal health decision to not get the COVID-19 vaccine. And Kevin Lamaru's comments are clearly reminiscent of the Prime Minister's awful statement in 2021, which landed him in a lot of trouble and I think contributed a lot to, you know, the Freedom Convoy forming and going to Ottawa because of the way the Prime Minister was clearly against and and had a dislike and potentially even a hatred of unvaccinated people. Noah, are Liberal MPs simply following the Prime Minister's lead here when they say stuff like this? Well, as they say, birds of a feather flock together. Uh, this is, Kevin Lamaru definitely decided to join the party of Justin Trudeau and remain in the party of Justin Trudeau after the pandemic. So he clearly endorses what Justin Trudeau has said and done uh, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. Kevin Lamaru said that these were uh, people who were on the uh, far right and said uh, that he th- uh, was thankful that these people were discriminated against, even though that this went contrary to the science. Uh, MP Colin Carey, his question basically outlined some facts that the public health uh, agencies at that time 
did not have the evidence to um, suggest that lockdowns and uh, restrictions against the unvaccinated uh, were substantiated in uh, actual science. And Kevin Lamoureux, uh, who is supposed to be the party of the science, you know, to the trust the science crowd, uh, he said that, you know, thank goodness that these people were discriminated against because it saved lives. Uh, no, that statement had no connection to any sort of science whatsoever. And MP Colin Carey's did. Uh, but it just goes to show that this was never about the science. It never was about the science. It was always about their ideological fixture uh, against the unvaccinated. Uh, and they, the liberals just found a, a group to direct their hatred against uh, when it was convenient. And that is exactly what they did. Uh, they directed their hatred against the unvaccinated. And they success successfully discriminated against them in some, and implemented some of the most discriminatory laws that we've seen in the past century in Canada. So it should not be a surprise that someone like Lamaru uh, has a sort of extreme uh, views against the unvaccinated and does not treat uh, the unvaccinated in the same way that he treats vaccinated Canadians. Uh, but it's just more of the same from the Liberal Party of Canada. Well, it's just so dehumanizing, right? We're talking about real people here. I'm sure everybody has somebody in their family, whether whether it's, you know, an aunt, uncle, brother, sister who chose not to get the vaccine. And it makes me wonder, how do these people treat those individuals in their lives? Because we're not just talking about vague things. You know, these people were unvaccinated. People were directly impacted. I mean, I decided not to get the vaccine. It was my own choice. You know, I was ready to face whatever consequences that came with that decision. And myself and others, we couldn't do basic things like we couldn't go to restaurants, we couldn't go to the gym, we couldn't. Uh, and when you extend it even further to schools, there were students that couldn't even get an education simply because they made this decision. So, Noah, do you think this is more political posturing or do these people really uh, just view unvaccinated as less than? Well, I don't see why this would be political posturing. It was toward the beginning of 2022 when pandemic restrictions were, uh, were starting to be dropped. So it's been about two years now uh, since the height of uh, the pandemic craziest. So Kevin Lamoureux, he is basically just pontificating uh, on this because he generally just does not like the unvaccinated whatsoever. MP Colin Carey talked about how the unvaccinated did not necessarily pose a threat to the rest of Canada. Uh, the, the science just did not show that at the time but Lamaru did not care about the science he does not care about the evidence all he cares about is that the unvaccinated did not follow government dictates when the government suggested and practically forced uh, the unvaccinated to get uh, the vaccine uh, some people about 20 percent of the population still decided not to uh, cooperate with what the uh, government uh, was doing and trying to force uh, people people to do and uh, he despises them for that you know he believes that everyone should be bowing down to the authority of the liberal party of canada and all these provincial health authorities but instead they resisted uh that federal authority that government authority and now they should be denigrated as far right and be marginalized uh in canadian society and you know place unprecedented restrictions on their freedom uh during the COVID 19 pandemic so uh 
no, uh, Kevin Lamarou, he does not believe in the so-called uh, trademarked science. No, Kevin Lamarou actually dislikes the unvaccinated. He has disdain for them, and it was shown on display in that clip in Parliament. The RCMP has confirmed it is investigating the controversial ArriveCan app. While speaking during a meeting of the Committee on Access to Information, Privacy and Ethics, Conservative MP Michael Barrett questioned two officials of the RCMP. Staff Sergeant Frederick Pinsensi told Barrett that the RCMP was reviewing the Auditor General's report and would take action as required. Despite the two officials' reluctance to comment on an ongoing investigation, the RCMP's Commissioner Michael Duhem confirmed during the meeting that the RCMP had an ongoing investigation into the Arrive Can scandal. This comes after the Conservative Party has advocated for an investigation to be opened. Quote, Therefore, be it resolved that common-sense conservatives call for a complete and thorough investigation to understand how millions were wasted, hold the guilty parties responsible, and scrap this disastrous app once and for all, wrote the party. Following the commissioner's confirmation of the investigation during the committee meeting, conservative leader Pierre Polyev shared a letter that he received from Duhem. Quote, the RCMP is assessing all available information, including the Auditor General's performance audit report, and will take appropriate action, read the letter. The RCMP's letter to Polyev came in response to a letter he sent them a week prior concerning the Auditor General's report. Polyev's letter highlighted egregious mishandling and potential corruption in the app's development, which ballooned from a budget of $80,000 to nearly $60 million, 750 times over the budget. So, Cosman, we've seen the Liberal Party try to drag their feet and actually filibuster uh, Parliament's uh, actions trying to investigate uh, the Arrive Can scandal. Is it a positive development that the RCMP are investigating the Arrive Can scandal, or uh, should the RCMP not be uh, investigating this? I think there's definitely substance to an investigation, but I have little faith in the RCMP just because of how politicized it's become. And... We just have to look back at the track record of the Trudeau government. They've had scandal after scandal that reeks of corruption. And let's start with SNC-Lavalin, right? We had the federal government pressure the top justice official in the country, the attorney general, to intervene to help his buddies uh, at SNC-Lavalin escape criminal prosecution. And yet, the RCMP never interviewed the Prime Minister. Additionally, we charity, right? We had so many questions. You know, the Ethics Commissioner ruled that it, it was just an appearance of um, ethics violation, but there's still questions left to be answered with what happened at we charity and how Trudeau's close family members ha were getting money from this organization in exchange for certain benefits. And yet the RCMP didn't investigate Prime Minister Justin Trudeau or his family in that instance either. So honestly, I don't think much will come out of it. I think the RCMP feels pressure from the public and from the opposition to do something. But when it comes to actually doing it properly and actually looking through every single aspect of this, huge debacle arrive can is just ridiculous in terms of how shady everything is 
how the contracting process worked. So I have very little faith in the RCMP in this. Right. And you mentioned that this has been sort of a pattern of behavior on behalf of the liberal government. This is not something that has happened only for the first time. And, you know, it seems as if this sort of uh, criminal or semi or nearing criminal behavior has been uh, excused or ignored uh, by the RCMP multiple times, uh, especially when it came to the SNC-Lavalin scandal. Is it possible that a cabinet minister or Trudeau himself will ever be hauled out of the parliament building in cuffs? Uh, No, quite frankly, I don't think so. (laughs) Like, you know... Maybe we could see a mugshot of Justin Trudeau one day like they did with Donald Trump South. But uh, it's just I think in Canada, they're so reluctant to uh, prosecute politicians. It's not impossible. We saw it with uh, Mike Duffy with the Senate scandal, right? He did face criminal prosecution for his handling, but it just has to be such a clear-cut case. And what the liberals are really good at is just murking everything up, making it uh, impossible to find the facts, you know, deleting evidence, getting rid of key pieces of testimony, and they prevent people from actually getting access to witnesses. So I think the liberals are doing everything they can to make it really hard for people to know what went on with ArriveCan. Over 110,000 federal employees received a six-figure base salary in 2023, according to records obtained by the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. The records show that the number of employees in the federal public service is 356,096. Of those employees... 110,593 have an annual salary of $100,000 or more. The estimated payroll of the 110,593 employees alone has a price tag of $13.9 billion. This price tag doesn't include the other nearly 240,000 employees. According to the CTF, the figure of nearly $14 billion is likely a conservative estimate as retroactive pay raises for 2023 have yet to take effect. The number of federal employees that took home a six-figure salary increased by 7.6% from 2022, when 102,761 federal bureaucrats received the same. The records only show a base salary and do not include costs of benefits paid out to bureaucrats. Our government is bloated. I mean, it's clear we need some cuts to the public sector. And conservative leader Pierre Polyev has indicated he wants to balance the budget. And to me, there's no other way than to slash at this government that has ballooned uh, over the duration of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's time in office. But you can be sure that the liberals are going to use this against the conservatives. They're going to say, oh, they're cutting, you know, essential services. They're going after health care, yada, yada, yada. But there are so many useless jobs in the government. There are so many staffers who, quite frankly, don't contribute to the well-being of the average Canadian. Noah, are Canadians ready to downsize the government 
uh, should the conservatives come into power. Well, when you look at our uh, ballooning government debt and the lack of productive, uh, productivity that the public service has been delivering Canadians, I think uh, Canadians should be more than ready to downsize uh, the government. They should be out in the streets demanding that the government be downsized because of, well, quite frankly, the lack of productivity that we've seen from the public service. I mean, Canadians have not been delivering uh, better services over the years. Actually, uh, the service quality that we've been receiving has been diminishing. If we just look at the passport fiasco, uh, where Canadians just could not get their passports for months on months on months on end. Uh, if we look at the handling of our airports, where the federal government did a terrible job uh, handling uh, that situation. We had some of the worst airports in the world at some point uh, a couple a couple years ago. And in general, the public service uh, receiving uh, all that money uh, when in the public sector, they would not receive that much money. Just goes to show that the federal government is not spending its money wisely, is not spending their money efficiently. And we know that the public service, they have a very strong union. So that means that uh, they're able to bargain against the taxpayer and receive uh, better deals uh, than they would have for people who are probably not as productive as, say, the most productive uh, public servants. Obviously, we do need the public service to help deliver uh, necessary programs and services to Canadians. But when you just look at the ballooning uh, amount of debt that the Canadian government is accruing, uh, what the public service actually does for the amount of money that we are spending on them, uh, we, it is clear that there needs to be some cuts taking to the public service. And since the Liberal government, they don't have a, a problem with the idea of big government, uh, they have definitely not taken on uh, this task. Uh, they want to, you know, please the unions and make sure that uh, the government only uh, grows in one direction, which is the wrong wrong approach to take. So when a Pierre Polyev government does uh, get into government, Canadians should be ready to downsize the government and demanding that the government do so. That's it for today, folks. Make sure to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.